Welcome to the Why Not Me podcast, where we share practical life experiences about our real business journey in hopes to inspire and encourage you to dream bigger and believe in yourself. Follow us as we share real life wins and struggles and figure out this whole podcast thing as we go. We have no idea what we're doing, but But we are doing doing it anyway. Hi, friends. Hi. We are so excited to be here with you today. Um, Veronica and I had a little break from recording. We did some back-to-back kind of content batching. Um, So we've had a little bit of a break, and it's just nice to be back uh, here recording with you today. Um, In our last episode, we talked about setting boundaries. So if you haven't been able to listen to this episode, I recommend you go back and listen. Why? Because boundaries are essential in order to run a functional and healthy business. So go take a listen. But today, we're going to be shifting our focus. We are going to be diving into the topic of sponsoring. Now, we have touched on this topic in episode 15, okay, which was titled Growth in Sales and in Team Building. But today, we're taking a deep dive and telling you how you can actually grow your organization large and why by building bigger, okay? Are you ready? Grab your cup of coffee. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay, so let's talk about exponential growth, right? We hear that all the time. For those of you who are listening and are like us and are in an MLM, okay, let's just put it out there. First of all, don't be afraid to say you're part of an MLM, a direct selling company. I think a lot of people shy away from saying that. I've watched people in lives or in recordings when someone asks, is this an MLM? They avoid the question or they say, no, um, no, it's not. Guys, don't be afraid of it. MLMs are a legitimate way to make money. Um, we're recognized more and more and more. We have There's something called the Direct Selling Association. I know our CEO for the company that Jess and I are in is part of that association. This is not the old school pyramid scheme where there's no product involved and you're just focused on recruiting and and no one knows what it is that you sell, right? That's not it. That's a, that's a way of the past. There are a lot of legitimate, very good direct selling companies with amazing, amazing product. So don't be afraid. I say it loud and proud that I'm in a direct selling company, that I'm part of an MLM, okay? So I just wanted to put it out there right off the bat of this episode. Don't be afraid to say that you are part of it because it's a legitimate way to make money. Um, Basically, what do we do? We buy wholesale and we sell retail. Who else does that? The boutique down the street, Macy's, (laughs) like all these other places, they buy their items at wholesale and they sell it to you at retail. That is what we're doing, okay? So just think about it that way. the amazing part of being in an MLM, right? Multi-level marketing is there are multiple ways to make money in direct sales. Okay. So first there's your personal sales. Okay. Again, you buy it wholesale, you sell it retail. The difference is your profit. Okay. So you make a percentage of each sale you make, depending on the company you're with, that percentage can differ. Then you can get bonuses, right? It depends on the company you're with. So you can have a company that you get bonuses on top of the profit you make for selling. You make bonuses for what you sell. So there's that way to make money as well. Then the third way, which is what we're going to be focusing on today, is growing a team. 
okay? You can earn commission from building a team, okay? Don't be scared of it. It's not a, it's not an icky thing, okay? This is where you can make the big girl money. Think of all those three streams of income that are coming in for working your business. Um, and also make sure, okay, this is an important part. When people think that, oh, we make commission from our team, they think you're taking away from that person. That is not the case. In a real legitimate direct selling company, you are not taking from the people that you're getting commission from. The company is paying you as a leader because you are helping other people start, launch, and grow their own business. So if you decide you want to start growing a team, again, where the big girl money is at, you are being that leader. You are guiding people, training people on how to build a successful business. So your company is paying you for helping other people. Just like if you worked in corporate and you are training someone, a lot of times, I know as a nurse, if you're training and onboarding someone, you get paid a little bit extra because you're taking the time to train that person to get started in the company or in the business. So remember that as well. Um, and it's, it's an awesome thing being a leader, just side note and helping other people kind of flourish in a business too. So whatever company you are with, it is so, so important to know your comp plan. Sometimes it can be a little confusing. I know the first time I, I learned ours, I was looking at this. And I'm like, I have no idea what this means. <laughs> there's all these percentage, there's all these numbers. I'm like, what, it, what does this mean? And the company that Jess and I are with, um, for our personal sales, we can earn anywhere from a 20 to a 50% profit. So figuring that out was one thing. And then you can um, make percentages or your compensation or, you know, commission from building that team. And sometimes it differs on if it's someone you directly um, sponsored and brought on or someone you sponsored, they sponsored someone. So make sure you know, and don't be afraid to ask questions, guys. Don't be afraid to ask questions of the person that you joined with or, you know, the company itself. If you have questions about your compensation plan, because when you start to see where the money is coming from and how you can earn that money, there's a light bulb that starts to click inside your brain and you're like, oh, okay. So I can make money this way, this way, and this way. If I help people start their own businesses, that unlocks a whole other open door of income that could also be coming in. So know, know the kind of ranks you can hit. What do you have to do to get those ranks? What bonuses you can get? What commission? What percentage of a commission you're going to get per sale, per downline, all those other things. So make sure that you educate yourself on that because in the beginning, I didn't know. And it wasn't until I started looking into it. I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. Then there's also in your company, you can earn things with your growth, okay? You can earn maybe some prizes, maybe some bonuses, maybe some um, product credit. You can earn things like that, um, which is also in a way income that's coming in um, to your business. So make sure you know all of those different areas when you get started because this is where the exponential growth comes into play. When you start adding your personal volume, your personal sales, okay? your commission from your team, your team's personal sales. A lot of time that's where your commission comes in too, based on their success, you get certain bonuses. Then any product credits or things like that you can earn 
all of that may seem small in the beginning, but trust me, it adds up and it adds up fast. Knowing and seeing those numbers is going to help kind of motivate you to know where you're going to focus your time and your energy in your business, where you make the most in your business and how you can compile all those different ways to make money for that exponential growth. And then of course, the ultimate goal is as you start growing your personal business and especially your team, you're going to get to a point where you can work smarter, not harder. You're working less and making more because you have built an amazing personal business and an amazing team which is a community of support and, and all that stuff. And you never know who's going to come into your business. That's going to change it. And then you're going to be at the point where you're like, wow, like this is amazing. I now, which is the ultimate goal, like I said, to spend more time with your family, with your friends, doing things for yourself because you worked to grow your company, your MLM business. And you are pulling income from all the different areas. Um, and that, like we said, that exponential growth, it just one day can change your whole business and it can take off. So um, this is something if you're if you're afraid to um, start a team, to sponsor, if you're not sure what you're doing, trust me, this is something that you're going to want to look into. You're going to want to educate yourself on and you're going to want to consider because you know what they say, multiple streams of income, guys. This is this is the only way to survive in this world right now, unfortunately. Um, and an MLM and growing a good, solid, strong team in your direct selling company is the key to unlocking that big girl money. Yeah, that got me so excited. I loved hearing <laughs> kind of put that all into perspective. Yeah. I am a proud direct seller. Yeah. I am. Hands in the air. I, I joined almost five years ago, and I think... However, my journey goes, direct selling will always be part of what I do because yeah. there's so much growth and the, and the ceiling is so high. I mm -hmm. don't even want to say high. There really is no ceiling yeah. in direct sales, um, but it is so important to do your research. Like she said, just find out that, you know, the company you're in, mm -hmm. the comp plan, um, how the structures work, because every company is so different and not all direct selling companies are good, but many are. So yes. just be mindful of that. But. So now that you've heard about this potential, right? It really is a huge potential. You're probably excited about the idea of growing a team. And if you're not, that's okay. There's no judgment. It's not for everyone. But but I think you have to say by listening to that, you're kind of like, ooh, that sounds um, a little bit intriguing, yeah. right? And I think honestly, if each and every one of us were to sit down and to think what we could do if we could actually quadruple our income, it is really possible. I want to say it from us. We, uh, we've been there. We see it every day in our business. We see women thriving in our company. Mm -hmm. Although we're doing great, there's so much more that we could do to elevate our businesses. Um, but if you're looking to have that exponential growth um, that Veronica just outlined, um, the first thing I want you to think about is your mindset. It all boils down to that at the end of the day. Do you believe you can do it? that it's actually possible to have it because you need to be able to believe in yourself first. At the end of the day, it starts with you, right? But you can do anything you set your mind to. And we say that a lot, especially in season one of the podcast, all about mindset. Uh, that's really where it all begins. Um, so if you have that mindset and you're like, yes, I can do this, I'm ready. Um, I I'm gonna give you some pointers here on how you can grow um, naturally and organically in your business. In a nutshell, 
It's attracting people to you first mm -hmm. and your organization second. Okay. And with none of that, Hey girl, Hey stuff. No, <laughs> let's not do that, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so how can you attract people to your business? Well, we've said this before and it starts with being you. Okay. We've said this again and again, but being you is your superpower. No one wants to join a team under someone a, they don't like, B, they don't trust, hear me out here, guys, and C, don't have fun with. Um, you have to be likable. And if you're looking to have a team that wants to follow you or people that want to sign up on you, you really have to kind of encompass those things. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Uh, now, I have a question for you to ask yourself. Do you have fun selling your product or promoting your business? Um, personally, I love what I do. I love selling makeup. I love working with women and helping them look and feel more confident. I love what I'm doing. But if you're not actually having fun, why would someone kind of want to join you if it doesn't look like you're having a good time, right? It's usually the people that are out there going on the trips, doing the fun things, going to events, like doing the fun things that people are like, oh, that looks really intriguing to me. Um, or maybe it's just you working outside by your pool. That's pretty intriguing that you get to work from your phone, you know, on your schedule. It looks different for different people. Are you being real, genuine, and authentic, right? Are you actually a friendly person? And I'm not saying people won't be attracted to you if you're shy or soft-spoken. You can't change that about you, maybe. But chances are that potential downlines, and I'm going to pull that potential, people that are like looking at you from the outside, that they'll be drawn to you because of your personality and energy. So are you being a real, genuine, inauthentic, friendly person? And I'm not saying that people won't be attracted to you if you're shy or soft-spoken, but chances are that potential downlines are people that are kind of looking at you from the outside, that they'll be drawn to you because of that personality and energy that you exude. Okay. Uh, we say this a lot in our team and you may have heard it here on the podcast, but are you being you times two? Okay. So sometimes that means you need to amp yourself up before we go and talk on these videos. Sometimes we're like, all right, let's pump some music. We're going to come on and we're going to be like, Hey guys, where we might really be feeling like I'm really tired today. I need a coffee. <laughs> you have to like amp it up a little bit. Um, but people really are drawn to that kind of that energy that people give out. Um, another question to ask yourself, are you someone who is reliable? Do you show up for your own business every day? Or are you like a go with the flow kind of seller, one that kind of shows up when it's convenient for her, but not for her customers, right? We all know those kind of people. Um, and would you actually be attracted to someone who ran their organization like that? That's something to think about. Not me. That's not something that I that I would be going for the person that's working it every day, that mm -hmm. I see hustling and showing up. Um, because that's going to be your mentor at the end of the day in direct sales. You have a mentor, or we call it an upline, your sponsor. Um, and you want to find someone that you kind of, that you drive well with, right? Friends, if you are wanting to start a team and grow your organization long and wide, you do have to take a hard look at yourself and ask if you are someone that you would want to join. If you aren't, I want you to find someone you emulate, okay? Or you can ask yourself, if you had the chance to start over, who would you join under? So see what those leaders are doing and start to implement some of the qualities that they have and that you kind of admire in them, right? Um, and I just want to kind of say here, nobody's perfect. We don't have it all. 
Um, but we can learn to be better and we're always improving. And I think that's important to make note of. Veronica and I are always improving yeah. on what we do every day as leaders. When we started, we didn't really know how to lead a team. You've mm -hmm. heard this before, but it's something that you, you build upon every day. Um, and I'm always looking uh, at other leaders and seeing what they're doing and seeing how I can make my organization better, not only for myself, but for my, my team, right? Um, and when I started off as a leader, growing my organization, um, I really was kind of in the dark. It took time to learn about it. Sometimes you want to do a little bit of research, read some books about leadership, but you'll learn along the way. So I don't want you to feel like don't hold yourself back um, because it is something that kind of just falls into your lap as you're being organic with your organization and learning. Um, and if you continue to show up as I did, showing my passion for my products, being consistent in my business, which I still am to this day, every single day I show up, um, sharing what op my opportunity has done for me, that's when I had people started asking me questions and saying, hey, could I potentially be a part of what Jessica's doing? Fast forward to now, I collectively lead a team of over 50 boss babes, and that includes Veronica right here. Um, and again, Veronica's team, it all kind of falls under each other, um, which is great because as other people start sponsoring, that's how your organization is going to build. Most importantly, the team is able to kind of duplicate what it is that I'm doing, what it is that Veronica is doing. And in a nutshell, as you're duplicating, you're building that empire. You're building that empire bigger and longer and stronger. And that's where the exponential growth is going to kind of come in here. Yeah. And remember, guys, I love this, this phrase. It's not mine, so I can't take the credit. Your vibe attracts your tribe. A lot of the times that people that are watching you and are attracted to you are people that see themselves in you. Okay, there's similarities there. You have the same type of personality, the same type of humor. Um, you are the same, like you're also a nurse or whatever. And people that want to be you. And I don't mean they want to like be exactly who you are, but they want what you've gained, right? They've seen you grow your business. For example, I'm a single mom. Uh, I struggle with, with self-confidence, self-esteem, with knowing who I was. And now through my business journey, I have grown into a woman who's confident in who she is, who respects herself, who whatever. So you're speaking to and attracting the people who are you before you started, before you grew. So that's what you're attracting because it gives people the opportunity to be like, wow, if she did it through this journey, I need it. I'm struggling with self-confidence. I could use extra income as a single mom if she can do it, right? Because we're doing things that are duplicatable, nothing that's like crazy that people are like, I could never do that. I don't have the time for that. They're going to be like, wow, if she can do it, maybe I can do it. I want to build my confidence like she has. Even something as simple as that that you can gain from doing things like this, that's what's going to attract people. So remember that when you're talking, you don't have to be perfect. You have to be real, share your real life experiences, all of your wins, no matter how small, and that's going to attract the people that you want, the people that you want to help because you know how you got to where you are. So now you have that knowledge to help other people get there. Okay. So you may be asking, okay, but how do I do this? <laughs> how do I sponsor or how do I present the opportunity to join the business without being that, Hey girl, Hey person without being icky. And we've all had those people that have randomly reached out to us to be like, hey, um, do you want to join my business? I think you'd be great when it's like a product you've never used before and you don't even know what it is, right? We've all had that. Don't be that person. 
I know there are some people that will train and say, get a hundred no's because you're going to get one yes in that hundred no's. I don't like to do that. We've talked about it in other episodes. I feel like you burn a lot of bridges by doing that. I am very much like the long game, building relationships, genuine relationships and all that stuff. So how do we do this <laughs> without being icky? So the first thing that I'm going to say is a lot of times people join a direct selling company and they want to grow a team, right? Because they know that that's where you can make the big girl money. And they expect to sign up all their friends and family. I may say something that's a little controversial. Don't do it, guys. Don't go into it thinking that. Don't try and recruit your friends and your family. Just don't do it, okay? Don't try and convince anyone that you know to do this. You may have someone, a friend, family, a cousin, that want to do this with you, that you they, they're they ready to grow and they want to do all the things. Great. I'm not saying don't. But essentially, are you anyone's boss? No but you are in a way their leader, right? Which can sometimes cause some problems in friendships and family and all this stuff because there's a whole expectation that is set with that, okay? So I always suggest if someone wants to do it with you, that's a friend or a family member, great. If that's something they want, but don't approach them and try to get them to sign up. You don't want to affect relationships or anything like that. I personally wanted, when I decided I wanted to start growing, I want people that I didn't know. Okay. Um, I never want anyone to feel pressured or feel like they have to do something because it's me. And I feel like when friends and family are involved, they either feel like they have to do it just because of you, like they have to buy from you or they have to do something to help you versus people that want to grow their own business for themselves. Okay. So never, ever, ever pressure or push anybody. I very much have a no pressure um, zone. If people want to ask me questions about what it is that I do, about the business, details, how it works, how they can make money, I am an open book, okay? But I also don't pounce on people who ask me questions. There's been plenty of times where people ask me about the business or how they can get started, and I'll spend an hour on the phone with them answering all their questions, and then I never hear from them again, and that's okay because they maybe took everything I said into consideration and was like, you know what, this isn't for me. So I'm not going to then go on and be like, do you want to join? Do you want to sign up? Do you want to join? Hello? Hello? And that happens. It's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you. Don't be that person. You can't want this for anyone. They need to want this on their own for whatever reasons they have. So don't be that person. Please, please, please. Okay. Um, Be proud of the fact that you're in in an MLM. If someone asks you if this is an MLM, be like, yep, it sure is. And I love it. Okay. Don't ever hide that, which is something I mentioned before. Um, And the best thing you can do to not be icky or yucky is just be honest. Be honest. Let them know your real experience, the good and the bad. You're going to kind of filter out the people that are like, I don't want to have to work. I just want to sign up and make money, right? That think it's something that they can just do nothing and make all this money. You you don't want those people. Okay. They're going to still come in. You don't want them. Because when you're honest about what the business is and that it is a business, you're going to get those people that understand that and that want to fit this into their lives and make it a business, okay? So share everything. Be open, be honest. Share why you love it, okay? This is a very non-icky way to present your opportunity. People can't relate to that. When I first started, I was like, there's no way and you know what, that I'm ever going to earn a trip. It ain't going to happen. But right? Now I have, and I see the opportunity and I see how it can happen, but people relate more with the little wins for myself, building confidence, 
How many of you listening right now struggle with self-confidence, with self-esteem, with self-doubt? How many of you have struggled, whether it was, you know, as a mom in your, in your job and knowing that this has helped me gain my self-confidence, my self-respect, all that stuff. I was able to pay off some debt. I didn't have to pinch pennies when I went grocery shopping because I had this additional income. Those are those tiny wins that the average person is going to relate to. They're not going to relate to, I earned this trip because I did a ton in personal sales and my team grew like crazy, so I want a trip. They're not going to relate to that. They're going to think that is not something that they could ever, ever attain. So sharing what you've gained is so important. And those little things mean more and matter more than anything that's big. So share those little things. Think about what you've gained from your business. Also, say it without saying it because you're going to be showing your life. How do you fit it into your life? Are you in the car line, which I do all the time? I'll go live in my in my Facebook group in the car line. I'm like, oh, by the way, I wanted to show you this. Oh, here's this awesome eye cream that I absolutely love. This is why I love it. Good thing I have this. My tired mama hack, I call it. You're showing people without saying it how you fit your business into your life and make it realistic because someone else will be looking at you and say, I sit in the car line for an hour. I could go live too. I could show how I can do my makeup in five minutes in the car line, right? So you're being realistic. How do you include your family? A big fear that people have is, well, it's going to take time away from my family. Show that you can help your kids package orders. Just does it all the time. She has her beautiful little Sierra helper package orders, right? I saw someone too talk about how if you get a package from me and the thank you stickers are sideways and it's closed a little funny, it's because my kid helps me package my orders. And that's something that's adorable and that's something that people relate to and that shows others, wow, that is an awesome way. My daughter would love to help me package orders or put confetti in there or even drop my business card in there and make it part of your something you do with your family, with your children versus something that takes you away from them. Share a behind the scenes. Something that I've done is show people how I can automate my business. There's an awesome feature on Facebook. We've talked about this where you can schedule posts. I did a live in my group and I showed people how I automate my business, how I can schedule emails, how I can schedule posts. And I can't even tell you how many messages I got. They were like, oh, I thought that every time you posted something, you were literally on your phone all day, all night. Every time I got an email, I was thinking, dang, Veronica's up at 5 a.m. sending this email or wow, she's posting all day. I don't have time for that. But now I see you're not even on your phone. Show them how you schedule your posts for the entire week so that when you're away on vacation or you're working because work is crazy, that everything is taken care of and you don't have to worry about that. Sharing those behind the scenes helps people see that, wow, I can do this. Use their fears to educate them, right? What are the biggest fears that we hear when people um, are even considering doing what we do in direct selling? I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the skill. I'm not a salesperson, right? So sharing behind the scenes on how you can automate your business shows them that you don't have to have time, girl. I tell my team, find an hour in your day, schedule some posts, plan out what you want to do. And then you just did that all in an hour and you have the rest of your time. I don't have the money. I mentioned this already. You can teach people how 
to reinvest their profits in their business. I never want anyone to go broke. Can you sign up and buy all this stuff, all this inventory and all these fancy label maker makers and all this stuff? Sure, but you don't have to. Keep reinvesting in your business to grow it, to then make profit, more profit down the line. Um, skill, we hear this all the time. I'm not a makeup artist. I don't know anything about skincare. How could I do this? Well, guess what? Jess and I also had no idea <laughs> how to do makeup or anything about skincare, we learned as we went. So sharing that realistic thing, my group laughs at me because I don't know how to do a wing liner for the life of me. I've tried, I can't do it. So I don't try and pretend I know how to do everything. I share what I've learned with them, how I've learned it. And again, makes it more realistic. It shows people that you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be a professional in that business or in that product and know everything about it to be able to have the business. Um, share how you what you love about it so like just said you're you're attracting and you're being duplicatable so by you just sharing what you love people are gonna see wow i can i love these products too i can just share i can i talk about it already i can do the same thing that she's doing um like i said share your small wins reach all different personality types by sharing your wins, by sharing the little things. There are some people that want to know all the details. How can I earn money? What's the compensation? What can I earn? Right? They want to know the details. So do a post with all the FAQs and the details about joining your business. Then there's other personality types that love recognition. So you can share about, wow, I didn't know that I can earn X, Y, and Z recognition just by doing this that I was already doing. That's going to attract people that love recognition, that love shout outs, that love earning things. Then there's some people that care about their family. So when you show how you include your family in your business versus taking time away from them for your business, that's going to attract those people. Um, people that love community, share what you've gained as far as community. Look at Jess and I. We were acquaintances before this, right? We were random acquaintances. We trained for a job together and that was it. But doing this business together, we have formed an incredible friendship, an incredible sisterhood. We found an incredible community of women that uplift, support, encourage, motivate each other. Share that because those people that are looking for community are going to be attracted to that. Don't discount anyone. There may be someone that asks you about the business or wants to sign up and you look at them and you're like, huh? I don't know. Like, I don't think she'd be good at this. How do you know? There's people that signed up that were just looking for a discount for me that ended up being my top sellers. People that have grown so much in this business that have grown as leaders, as business owners. And I never would have thought that from that person. So never discount anyone. Let people know you're an open book. The best thing that you can do to not be icky is not only pressure people, but let people know you are approachable. Let them know that they can ask you a million questions if they wanted about the business and you're not going to try and convince them or sway them into doing this. I would rather know that I answered everyone's questions and I'm not gonna pounce on them or make them feel pressured and then decide this isn't for them than to make people feel like I don't give a crap about them and I just want them to join my team because I wanna make money. You know, there's a different people feel that vibe, feel that energy. So when you're approachable and you're open and not pressuring people, you're going to be so surprised with the amount of people that come to you um, and let people know this is an option, y'all. If you don't let them know that being part of this business or being a part of your company is an option, some people don't know. 
And on that note, you don't know who needs to hear this. You don't know who's struggling financially. You don't know about this mama that just had a baby that feels so alone, that has no community, that just doesn't, just lost all her self-esteem and is trying to find her way, who could use the community that a direct selling company can give you. You don't know who needs this. <laughs> so by you not letting people know that this is an actual option, you're doing a disservice. So don't be icky, but share, share the benefits, share what you've gained, show people how it's helped you in your life without saying it. Those things are going to attract people and that's how you can do it without being icky. Exactly. And I, um, I love that, but the same, the same idea, like don't hold back, yeah. share the thing that this company has done for you. The little things, the big wins, like you said, and the little things do go a long way. Like the buying the gas that's yeah. the stuff that we're affected by every single day with this economy but it will hit the right person um, who needed to hear it. Yeah. Um, and then who knows, they might be hearing that and say, you know what, that's what I needed to take that jump and I'm ready to join you. And there you go, that, that's how you start to acquire mm -hmm. a downline. Yeah. Um, and it happens quite rapidly when you're doing and sharing what you love. So if you're ready to start sponsoring and growing bigger and having all of the things we're kind of talking about today, you're gonna wanna start to ask yourself some questions, okay? So I'm gonna ask you these. Uh, if you're ready and you're on board to start sponsoring, one, am I ready for when somebody joins me? Do I know what I will tell them? So that initial conversation that you have with them is so important. And I'm saying initial, like, what are you going to talk about when you get on that call with them? Do I know what my downline's first steps are? It sounds like such an easy thing, guys, but I want you to really think about this because when it happens, you sometimes you go blank and you're like, what's happening here? Um, what is the action plan that they will need to take when they sign up with you? Um, and I don't want you to be a deer in headlights, been there, done that. We want you to kind of have a structure and an idea of what's going to happen when they start coming to you because they will. And if you're implementing the tips we're giving you today, you are going to start attracting people organically. A little tip for you, uh, do not, again, do not overwhelm your new downline or potential downline. It's very easy to overwhelm someone, A, because you're excited, you want them to know everything. We say this a lot, but do not word vomit all <laughs> over them with all the stuff, okay? You have a lot of stuff in your brain, you've been doing this a long time, you know a lot of things. They don't need to hear everything right now, okay? That's why I say, do you know what you're gonna talk about in that initial conversation? What matters for right now? Um, keep it concise, keep it sweet, answer their questions, um, and start with the basics. What is the basics of your business? First, sometimes you just need to come up with a business name. And then for our company, at least, we come up with um, a date for a launch party. We're going to start talking about the products. Do they use the products? Hopefully they do. That will make it easier. Um, but here's another question. Do you have a welcome email or an onboarding packet? And again, I'm speaking from our experience. Every company is different. You may have different kind of pamphlets and things you may use. Um, do you have information on next steps? Veronica said an FAQ sheet. We have one of those for our team. It's very helpful. And then you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. You have something you can give to people who are just wondering about the business. Oh, I have an FAQ sheet. Let me send it to you if you're interested. Um, but if you don't have that and you're like, yeah, I don't know. No, I don't have that. No, I'm not prepared. I don't know what to do. 
we still, by the way, this is a side note, we still have girls on our team that we have told time and time and time <laughs> and time again. And then they're like, I have a downline. What do I do? And we're like, we, I don't, how do you not know? We want you guys to get ready now. Yes. And it's going to happen. I'm not judging anyone, of course. It's just that whole, oh my God, oh my God, someone really does want to join me. Now, what do I do? I wasn't really listening when you told me. I didn't think it was going to happen. And it's happening. So the point and moral to that little story is, Get things together before you start to actually onboard someone. If that's part of your plan and your vision and you wanna you wanna have this exponential growth, you are going to start to sponsor people. You want to. That's how the money the big money comes, right? The bonuses and all that stuff. Um, and through experience, Veronica and I have found that the better prepared you are now, the more comfortable your new sponsee will be. And more importantly, the longer that they're going to want to last and stay. So thinking longevity wise, if you're throwing them in there and you're all over the place and it's chaotic, how the heck are they supposed to function in a new environment? Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be there to be like, okay, don't worry. I got you. Here's <laughs> step one. We're going to do this. And then I'm going to follow up and we're going to do this. If you come at them like guns a blazing with all this stuff, they're going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What did I get myself into? That's not what you want to be doing. Yeah. So please listen, listen to this advice. <laughs> um, but once you do have your downline, right, and things are going well, make sure that you're checking in with her, uh, that you check in routinely, that she knows you're there, that you didn't just sign her up because, you know, it's about the money or whatever, whatever that is for you, that you actually genuinely care about her, right? Ask if they have any questions. Sometimes just by asking what their questions are um, alleviates you from having to go through a whole slew of things. Like maybe they just only want to know how to do this so you can focus on that today. Um, but I think it's important just to let them know you're there for them. Mm -hmm. If you already have a team that's established, you know, Veronica does this. She has a, a very amazing team and they're in a chat together. And when she can't answer something, someone else answers for them yeah. so that they know that they have that community there. Um, but one thing that's important to say, and we've learned this through experience, uh, you are not there to do things for them, okay? And it's easy to get sucked into that. We've, we've done it. We still do it. Um, but you want them to be self-sufficient. And not only because it's their business, okay? I'm going to say that again. It's their business, not yours. Yes, you are kind of affected by that. Um, but you want them to be able to do the things for themselves. So when they do sponsor, and again, your team is growing, because we're talking about growth here, exponential growth, that they can do things for themselves and again be duplicatable that's really really important so you want to set them up for success lead them to water but kind of let them do the drinking if that makes sense <laughs> and again they're more likely to train and onboard a new downline themselves when they feel prepared when they yeah. know a plan what kind of how things work and that's how your organization grows big and big and big and if you train them the right way um again it's going to be so natural for them to do the same and to teach their downlines to do the same this is something, again, that we learn as a lesson over time. So train them on the right way to do things, and they will teach their people to do the same. And again, this was a lesson that Veronica and I had learned. But let me bring something else up here for a second. If you are in direct sales like us, and you're in a season where sponsoring is hard, because sponsoring is hard, guys. It's, it may seem easy when you first sign up, but later as you get into it, it can be hard because you've gone through all the friends, the family, the the, the people that you know on a daily basis. But we want you to use this downtime, we'll call it downtime, to be to get ready, to get prepared. Uh, we tell our team this all the time. Appreciate the slow times um, and use them to your advantage, okay? 
take this time to get the onboarding packet ready to go or to improve it, maybe update it. It might be different than two years ago, right? Um, so that when someone does approach you, and again, if you're doing what we've kind of told you today, they will, um, then you're ready to go. Take this time to get inspired, get organized, have a plan, try new things, you know, trying new things is always good. Implementing new things for your team, different ideas. You will be so thankful that you took this time to create this system. And I want to call it a system. You are coming up with a system and a plan on how you onboard people. So when free sign-up month comes, because it will, and you have three people that are like, hey, Jeff, I, I, I think I want to join you this month. It's free that you are not like, OMG, Veronica, <laughs> I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Please help me. Not only does one person want to join me, three people do that. You have a system and you're like, no problem. Here's what we do. Here's what, here's what we do. You know what I mean? So the moral of the story is to get ready now. Yeah. And guys, trust me, be ready before you need to be ready because you working your business, just showing up and being consistent, you are going to attract people. That's what happened to me. I wanted nothing to do with the team. And just from me working my business, I had people that approached me wanting to do it. So please be ready before you have to be ready, even if it's not something you want right now. So true. All right, guys, let's wrap this up. I have one simple question for you. Who's ready to sponsor? Woo! <laughs> to take action and experience the exponential growth that we've all been searching for and I'm still searching for, okay? Um, we see women, like I said, every day in our business who are experiencing this exact thing. So we see it, we know it's real. Um, and I want that for my family and for myself. And I know Veronica wants that for Jaden and yeah. her family too. So don't get me wrong, sponsoring and team building takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. So I wanna end by letting you know that but it is 100% possible. So yes. get it in your head today, plant that seed that you can do this and, and be open to, to the idea of it. I'm really excited for you guys to see where this kind of leads. Yeah. So as always, we want to connect with you, our amazing listeners. Uh, Veronica and I want to know what is one action you plan to take so that you feel ready and prepared when you start to build bigger. So reach out to us, you guys know our social media platforms. They're tagged in the description below. Shoot us an email to the why not me podcast show at gmail.com. However you want to connect with us, we would love to hear from you. So until if you found value in this episode, it would mean the world to us. If you would follow our channel, leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Remember, we are going to believe in you until you believe in yourself. So say it with us. Why, why not me? me?